Hey everyone, I'm David Chalian, the CNN Political Director. This is the CNN Political Briefing. Here's what you need to know in politics for Friday, April 29th. CNN's incredible January 6th reporting team once again draws back the curtain and gives us fascinating insight into a critical relationship between Fox News and the Trump White House. As you probably know by now, the January 6th committee in the House of Representatives has a treasure trove of information from text messages that Mark Meadows, the former Trump chief of staff, former Republican congressman, handed over to the committee. Now, he didn't hand over everything in those moments of cooperation with the committee. Those moments have long since passed. But he did hand over this unbelievable insight into real-time thinking and communication from Trump's point man. I mean, if you wanted to get a thought into the president's orbit, the conduit for doing so was Chief of Staff Mark Meadows. And today, Jamie Gangel and the rest of our incredible reporting team investigating all things related to the January 6th insurrection, they have done a deep dive into Mark Meadows' text exchange with Sean Hannity one of Fox News's biggest stars. There are more than 80 text messages between these two men between Election Day 2020 and Joe Biden's inauguration January 20th, 2021. So what do we learn here from these texts? Well, we certainly see a trajectory of Sean Hannity moving from staunch supporter of Trump's attempts to get the election result overturned all the way to being fed up as he said, with the, quote, lunatics who he believed were hurting Trump's cause in the days leading up to January 6th. 82 messages between Meadows and Hannity. And the exchanges get underway on Election Day itself, November 3rd, 2020. Hannity, remember, who is never treated at Fox News as a journalist, he is a primetime sort of infotainment host. He is not sort of subject to the same rules that you think would be applied to journalists. But as this exchange makes clear, that's not his role. Meadows tells Hannity when he's looking for an update on where things stand, he said, stress every vote matters. Get out and vote on radio. Hannity replies, yes, sir, on it. Any place in particular we need a push? Meadows replies, Pennsylvania, North Carolina, Arizona, Nevada. Got it wrote back Hannity, everywhere. And if you watched Hannity on Fox News, it didn't take very long for the primetime host to call into question, to sow some doubt and distrust about the actual election results. Here he was on November 4th, 2020 on Fox News. Every American should be angry. You should be outraged. You should be worried. You should be concerned at what has happened in the election. A question every American is going to have to answer for themselves. Do you trust what happened in this election? Do you believe this elect, these election results are accurate? Do you believe this was a free and fair election? I have a lot of questions. At the end of November, Hannity still very much on the mission to try and find a way to overturn the result of the election. On November 29th, Hannity to Meadows, quote, I've had my team digging into the numbers. There is no way Biden got these numbers. Just mathematically impossible. It's so sad for this country they can pull this off in 2020. We need a major breakthrough, a video, something. Meadows replies, you're exactly right. Working on breakthrough. 
Apparently, Meadows and Hannity also had some exchanges about Meadows' post-White House future or what he should be thinking of doing, more blurring of the lines here. So Hannity, on December 12, 2020, texts Meadows, you also need to spend at least half your time doing business with us, and I'm serious. Did you ever talk to Fox? I've been at war with them. Meadows replies, I did not talk with Suzanne, he's referring to Fox News CEO Suzanne Scott, because I got tied up with pardons, but I will make sure I connect. You are a true patriot, and I am so very proud of you. Your friendship means a great deal to me. As December is nearing its end, you can see that Hannity is starting to get a little concerned about some of Trump's legal team. We've discussed sort of the Rudy Giuliani and Sidney Powell and some of the crazy theories that they were peddling. Even Sean Hannity was starting to get concerned about what they were pushing. December 22nd, 2020, Meadows texts Hannity, quote, fighting like crazy, went to Cobb County to review process. Very tough days, but I will keep fighting. Hannity replied, you fighting is fine. The effing lunatics is not fine. They are not helping him. I'm fed up with those people. And as time went on, clearly Hannity started to begin in these text messages to acknowledge the reality that Trump did not win the election. New Year's Eve, December 31st, 2020, Hannity warns about fallout if top White House lawyers resign. Quote, we can't lose the entire White House counsel's office. I do not see January 6th happening the way he is being told. After the 6th, he should announce will lead the nationwide effort to reform voting integrity. Go to Florida and watch Joe mess up daily. Stay engaged. When he speaks, people will listen. The next day, January 5th, the day before the insurrection, Hannity texts Meadows, quote, I'm very worried about the next 48 hours. Pence pressure. White House counsel will leave. And, as has been reported before, in the days after the insurrection, Hannity said he never wanted to hear Trump speak about the 2020 election again. Quote, guys, we have a clear path to land the plane in nine days. He can't mention the election again, ever. I did not have a good call with him today. And worse, I'm not sure what is left to do or say, and I don't like not knowing if it's truly understood. Ideas, he asked. So this is all just another slice of the overall narrative that the January 6th committee is building and preparing to present to the American people. And you're going to learn a lot more about this overall narrative coming soon, because Benny Thompson, the chairman of the House Select Committee, has announced that hearings, public hearings from the committee, are going to begin in June. Circle your calendar for June 9th. That is when we expect the first hearing. I think there are some members who need to explain some of the information that we found out during our investigation. These things, with respect to some of these members, need clearing up. But you probably shouldn't hold your breath that Kevin McCarthy or Scott Perry or Jim Jordan are going to show up as witnesses in these very high-profile congressional hearings. That's it for today's political briefing. Thanks so much for listening. And please take a moment and be sure to follow us wherever you get your podcasts. CNN Political Briefing is a product of CNN Audio. Megan Marcus is our executive producer. Greg Peppers is our supervising producer. Mohammed Darwish is our senior producer. Our episodes are produced by Krista Bowe and Taylor Galgano. We'll be back Monday.